Well, welcome everyone to the uh, UFM podcast. We're now recording everybody, by the way. Um, so our first bit was about, we're going to talk about the FA. I think Sean, um, that was all, <laughs> because yes. you're, uh, one of your chairman <laughs> might like it. So <laughs> let's kick off and talk about the FA. Where do we start with the FA? That's a big, big question. Um, so scouting aside, I'm at the moment goalkeeping coach for a team called Warminster in step six. And I think the lower, lower down you go, the FA really doesn't, in, in a nice way, care about the low leagues. Um, it's just a money maker for them. Um, one, well, my, 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 my pet might hate referees that <laughs> referees who start um, starting the game for the right reasons and then think they're too big for for the league they're in. Now we had one one referee turn up on Saturday and they rocked up and they rocked up at one o'clock and the first thing he said before saying hello was I want your team sheet straight away and he was rep- representing Dorset Dorset FA um, because he was from Sherbrooke now for me being an outsider and an insider I always thought the nice thing to do is just say hello kind of have that kind of normal chat before game day kicks in but apparently not um, he kept picking at things, um, so you can only have two on the touchline in the in the technical area. Um, we had two, and the other guy, other team had three, but we were the ones getting told off for it. Um, how can we make it where everyone's the same and they're not over over picking at things? Do you guys see it? I wouldn't know much about the FA um, from that, that level, to be honest. My, my, I wouldn't know that. And, uh, you guys are no more than I would. That end. No, I was going to talk about... Also, there's, there's a big there's question marks over the FA and the Premier League fit and proper test. And is it fit for purpose? And do we need a independent body to um, regulate how that's conducted? Because they reckon it's all done inside, in-house, and it's not um, fit for purpose. What's that, the officiating you're talking about, Bas? You, know, like, you know, like the owner's test, Barry? You know, like who owns a club? The oh, all that. Oh, that good stuff, yeah. Yeah, the fit and proper person test. And is that is that being conducted properly? And uh, there's been calls for an independent body, body to oversee it rather than the FA. There was there, there was comments. Of, uh, I'm going to take it with a pinch of salt, but there was comments for Chelsea saying there was a Saudi Saudi Arabian owner chucking 2.3 billion pounds at Chelsea. I just find it. A lot of it, the Chelsea thing, I find very hypocritical. So if if they're getting rid of just um, what's his name, was and Bramovich, are they getting rid of all of the oligarchs from Russia? I think they're going for all of the ones that are here. I don't know about the only ones anywhere else. Yeah, but they're, they're not. Yeah, they can. It'd be interesting. I'd love to know more about that being proper because is it that's a, not true. Wayne, that's not true. Because they, they, they own so much of, of the country anyway. Yeah. I said the oli- Russian oligarchs own most of London, a big portion yeah. of London. Yeah. And they've got so much investments all over the world, and, which is part of this country. They're not, yeah. not going to get it all. That's yeah. bullshit. That is real bullshit. That is bullshit. If it's right across the board, I say go for it, but if it's just you know, hand-picking certain ones, I think that's unfair. That's just yeah, my opinion. I, I would agree there. That's my opinion. Yeah, no, I, I would agree because when you when you look at it across the board, is it a, a fit and proper owner, as in 
has the owner got a criminal record? You know, what way is it? Are you fitting proper? Financially, morally, you know what I mean? Uh, legally, you know, what, what, what way does this work? Because as I think Barry is 100% right there. How can Abramovich not be classed the same as, look at the Glaciers, the Glaciers of Man United. How they were able to buy Man United oh my using God, Man United yeah. as as the actual asset. So you might be buying a house and That's getting right. a mortgage against the house, not for yourself. I know. Like, I don't agree so, with it. Totally, totally that is. So, so what is being proper? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at the Saudis. Are, are they fitting proper? Yeah. Are the Russians fitting proper? Who is fitting proper? You know what I mean? Who is? You know, what is this fit and proper? Proper, what yeah. That's they do it? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because it, it's very hard to understand. And it, 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 as Barry said, quite correctly, it's, it's, it's they pick and choose. They pick and choose. You know what I mean? If you're going to kick yeah, the out, you're going to kick out Newcastle's owners or United's owners or yeah. whatever. Exactly. And who oversees, who oversees the actual... <clears throat> yeah. The test. There's too much. There's too much conflict of interest. Too much. Yeah. Because a lot of the MPs and that are doing business with Russia or in business with the Russians. And then it, the the the, the yeah. second question is: is if if you let yeah let's say foreign foreign owners come in and buy and buy the the clubs out, like let let's look at Newcastle again. They they have done. They, the question they put to Eddie Howe was um. What do, what do you think about the 81 um, people that Saudi Arabians executed? It's just like, mm. well, that's not that's not to do with football. So why are we even asking that question? Yeah. Leave that out of the that that's politics to me. Leave that out of, out of football. Don't ask that yeah. question because it, it, yeah. it made Eddie Howe red face because he's gone. Well, I don't even know how to answer this. Yeah. Yeah. There's no yeah. moral way. That's absolutely it. That should have been a question asked to the owner before he brought the bloody club. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah, that's right. There's no morality in this anyway. This, this is all about money and power. It's all about money yeah. and power. So the fit and morality is out the window. Out the window. It's not fit yeah. for purpose, Barry, is it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a joke, man. It's a smokescreen. Yeah. I think I, I, I think what, what uh, Barry Yap said earlier on. When you're at the start of, start of the recording with the fit and proper, should it be an independent uh, uh, body that, that, that investigates it? And I think that will be best because the FA and, and, and the Premier League are always going to clash. And yeah. let's be honest, they want to be, it's all about being a brand, it's all about how much money they can come in, where an independent body won't see it like that. No. You know what I mean? And in England, Particularly, this isn't this isn't America. This isn't America where people see their club as a franchise. It's a cultural thing in England. Yeah, it's a cultural yeah. thing. So selling, buying and selling club doesn't go down well. Yeah, but like, that, you know, this taken. Wayne, Wayne. Yeah. But even that again, how do you pick who's going to be on that panel? Yeah. You're dealing with billionaires now, yeah, not just million, billionaires. How do you know they're not bought yeah, and sold? They don't play with the real deal, play like. Nah. Who's going to do all the due diligence and be correct in doing it? It's just, a, it's just very difficult yeah. for me yeah. when I'm looking at it. How are you going to yeah. get it right? How are you going to get it right? If you're going to do it on terms, so let's, let's say three years to reassess it and then pick someone new to come in to do it. After three years, it's going to be yeah. the same as, as the House of yeah. Commons. Three years later, the, the new person who comes in is going to go, well, I didn't like anything he did. So I'm going to re- like do a U-turn on everything that he's done and I'm going to take it my Yeah, it's, it's just gone again and gone back. I just think he's well, like, it, I, what, what I can't understand is, and going back to Chelsea, right? Chelsea are 1.5 billion in debt, mm. right? But now I'm saying to Brambridge, he's going to write it off. Which says to me, that they can't operate at their current in their current state. Yeah. So let unless a Saudi or some sort of Arab with bucket loads of money is gonna buy it. Look, if if we were all billionaires here or rich guys, it wouldn't be a good investment. Because you look at 
Manchester United are one of the the biggest revenue turnover in probably up there in world football, six, seven hundred million a year. But yet profit is only twenty, thirty, forty million. Mm. It's not even ten percent of the turnover. So like if you think of it, if you buy Chelsea for for three billion and you're making you're lucky if you're gonna make twenty or thirty million a year profit. Wayne, where's that debt come from, though? Wayne, where's that debt come from? From, obviously, they can't, players' wages, travel costs, all that. They can't actually afford to to transfer fees. They obviously can't, Chelsea as a football club, can't function to the levels that they're functioning at now. Or operating at, sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they obviously don't turn over enough money. They weren't, we'll use Man United, they can actually do it. The Glaciers don't have to be rich. Man United turn over enough money to pay wages and yeah. do whatever because they've got a huge fan base. Liverpool are probably the same. But Chelsea, they're a big football club, no doubt about it, but not on the level of, you know, your Man United, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, no, Barcelona, Real Madrid. No, no so I don't see where, I don't see, and, and apparently Asia where the new Premier League I'd call Man United Premier League when their success was in Chelsea. A lot of new fans came in, particularly in the Far East. But they don't spend an awful lot of money. You know what I mean? So yeah. they're not huge revenue to come from that end. So I don't see where Chelsea, unless someone a Saudi buys it, I don't see where it's a good investment. In football, it's not really a good investment, really. No, not no. If it, if it, if it not was really. Any other team, if, if it was any other team, that'd be a point deduction. Yeah, yeah. The, the situation, take away from the, the selling of the club, they've got no money. They've now got yeah. no money because they, everything's been frozen. So you then look at a team like Derby where they've had no money. Yeah, and they were ducked many years ago. They got, what, 10, 18 points deducted? And Chelsea yeah. won't get them. They, they'll get the, uh, oh, we're sorry. <laughs> oh, we're sorry, but carry yeah. on. Yeah. It's a, it's it's not it's not it's not a good picture for the Premier League, is it? Our English football. Well, I, that's the thing I'm going to say. Anyway. It's not a good no. look for English football. No, they should have they should have made some sort of statement years ago about all these foreign buyers coming in and buying out all the clubs. Are they really interested in in English football? What is the plan? I I just think it's wrong. Yeah. You've lost. And, and, you're going to lose and, and, the whole soul of the game because these yeah. guys don't care. These guys don't care about no. it. No, the, Amer- the, but the American owners they just see it as a customer. You know what I mean? Well, they, they they don't well, see it as a fan. They see it as a well, customer. Well, the players put their money into their American team, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like like if you look at the like the, I imagine the Glaciers. They, they run differently to FSG, but FSG, it's like all the money goes into one pot for all the teams that they have, and they split it. They split it among them. You know what I mean? Imagine the Glaciers do the same with Tampa Bay. They take budgets from one to pay Man United and the other. You know what I mean? It's yeah. If you if you take the football end of it out, you look at the Glaciers and you go. What good businessmen they've had to buy Man United for they bought them for five or six hundred million of someone else's money, and they have a, a, a they have an asset now worth three or four billion that they get they make twenty to twenty five million a year out. Yeah. Phenomenal businessmen, phenomenal businessmen, not good for the club, but phenomenal for themselves. <laughs> terrible, unbelievable. It is yeah. terrible. It's absolutely. Well, as well, I, I, here's the question. And it's probably harder for you, you fellas, as as because you are English, but from someone from the outside, do you do you think that? I'm trying to word this right. It's do you think like look at you know it? People are saying, oh, the Glazers should go, the Glazers should go, but unless unless the Saudis or someone. Like a Bramvich or you know an oligarch comes in, there's going to be someone coming in to make money. That's the way a football club works or a business works. They're not going to come in and buy Man United for four billion and not expect to make anything. So 
as English as Eng, as English people, how do you feel about that? No, no one in the right mind is gonna buy a man, you know, for four billion or three billion or two billion, whatever it be, and not take any money out of it. No. And that goes for any football club in England. Nobody's it's gonna buy it and just pump the money in. So Chelsea's owner, obviously Newcastle City. But he didn't have any money back, did he? Charles someone like that. What 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 what's realistically what what United what what are man what 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 do Man United fans want? They obviously want the Glazers out, but what why are they looking for? Because I, I don't know. The people just say want the Glazers out, want the Glazers out, but what what why are they looking for? I think I think they want success, you know. What's the options? But how how are you going to get success without proper business behind the club? Like, who comes in? Who boys? Yeah. Yeah, but Wayne, you're, you're, who do you want? Who do you want to take away how they got the hands on the club. Who, who do I want to watch? Sorry, Barry. No, I think I don't think your problem is just the Glazers. It's the way the club's run as a football club. That's your problem. Yeah. It's yeah, running, totally not just running like a business and forgetting that they're actually a, a sports entity in this game. Yeah. You're focusing yeah. more on the business than running it as a football club, which the yeah. people pay the money to see and see it run properly like that. Exactly. So the, the only, if, if you are going to be, the Glaciers have put money into transfers, they, they pay big wages. So whoever they have running the football side is the one that should be getting. Yeah, they did. The the United thing, it's, it's not just the players, it's the whole way the club's run. Management, scouting, everything like that. When I remember back in the day with United, they would just say, you'd just see it come up, United's bought this player. Now, everyone knows who United's going for before they buy a player. Yeah. It's bad yeah, business. That's true, yeah. That's bad business. Remember before you just see the paper, United's after the player, the next day the deal's done. Yeah, yeah. Someone like Harland would have been at United. That was it. Harland, his name is, was that? Big striker? Yeah, Harland. Yeah. Come on, they would have got you. Well, I think sometimes they, I think where you hit the nail head, I can't see Man United, would it ever even approach Harland? Because when you look at Harland, his father is a Leeds fan. His father played for Leeds and Man City. Yeah. His career was ruined by Roy Keane, Manchester United fan, a player. I can't see him ever wanting this. Like, he can try for any club he wants in the world. Anyone. Man United are going to be bottom of the list for him. Nice guy. Why but... waste your energy going after players? They reckon he's agreed already with Real Madrid, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know if it's true. I, just, but... I could oh, never, oh, ever. They said City as well, didn't they? He could afford it. His transfer fee is quite reasonable, but his his um his wages are astronomical. Yes, I mean, through the roof. And you've got to pay his dad member. His dad wants 10 million. Yeah. Up 10 million. Yeah. Up yeah. And, and he's with Riola, isn't he? Who, oh he he wants 20 million as well. Yeah, it's so... You've, 30 million's gone immediately. Yeah. Plus the 65 million transfer. So there's 95 million. And then in one, what, three, four, five hundred thousand a week? Oh my gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Savage, isn't it? Incredible. Imagine getting that a year, Barry. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Be nice, wouldn't it? I bet Barry couldn't get that sort of money. He supports the wrong team. Huh? Barry supports the wrong team for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's your team, Barry? Hey. I know your team is Barry. Barry G, what's your team? I'm watching them now. I'm watching Palace now. Oh, yeah. the Eagles. Ah, yeah. Nil -nil. You're the Eagles well, Sean, aren't you? Yeah. With nil -nil with well. <laughs> yeah, there's two there's two Wombles in the chat and two 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 Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one book. I do like women. I like their story. Yeah. I like come from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Barry, 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 Barry
Wait. Own ownership. Wayne. Yeah. I, I supported Man United for years. Yeah. Yeah, I was a London Red. Oh, oh. <laughs> Barry, what are you doing to yourself? I used to go to every... I've, I've got things of nearly every Man United game I went to back in the day. Oh, my God. You're as bad as Wayne. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago, Barry. Wayne was a Red as well. Was your red? Money now, Barry. Wayne was. I'm Wimbledon now. I'm Wimbledon now. Wimbledon, Wimbledon okay. Now. <laughs> I used to go to all the Man United games. How much did you pay him to be a Womble? <laughs> <laughs> did you give him a share of Wimbledon? <laughs> yes, got a share. I have a share. I have a share. You're a part owner, aren't you, Wayne? I am, yeah. Yeah. I've got my, sh my share of Sutton. Yeah. Sutton? Yeah, but I've got shares in Sutton. Good win there last week, haven't they, in the, uh, in the EFL trophy? Yeah. There we go. Wow. Well. They knocked out. Who did they knock out? They knocked out. Was it Wigan? Um, Wigan. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, uh, Wigan. Yeah, Wigan. Wigan. I'm penalty. Penalties, wasn't it? Yeah, I was shocked at because yeah. Wigan's doing well. They're on form and Sutton. They've done very yeah, well. They're, they're, they're a whole league above them. So. Yeah. They're and they're playing Rotherham in the final. Rotherham are a good side as well. I like yeah, Rotherham. Well, 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 they've got, they've got, they've got a good Irish boy there. Good Irish boy there. That's a breaking through in the end. Who's that way? Egg Benny. Really good player. He's a winger. Egg Benny. From Cork. Uh, he's uh, he, 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 Egg he's, he's, born and raised. Yeah, he's born and raised. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a Nigerian. Nigerian. His parents are Nigerian. Wait, but, he's, but he's born and raised in Cork. I'm suspecting Cork, where Cork, Nigeria. <laughs> 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 That's Cork, Nigeria. What's that? 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 Has been yeah. called that way. He's got a couple yeah. of goals already, dude. Yeah. He's got four oh, or six caps. He's got a couple of goals as well. Really good player. You can't you can't miss him. He's Nigerian with a ginger hair. Really good player. <laughs> really good. Good evening to Are you listening or are you gonna are you gonna chat? Who's hey, that? You alright? Hey Callum. Okay. How are we? We're all well here. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. You're better now. Over, over the COVID. Good. COVID? Yeah, I had COVID. Are you sure you're clear and you're coming? Can you catch yeah. it over? Can, <laughs> you over? Can we still catch it? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm fully clear. No, but you're on the airwaves. I'm, I'm, I'm watching you, mate. <laughs> watching you. <yeah. laughs> No, I hope you're fully recovered, Callum. Horrible thing. Yeah, no, I was right. I was, I was quite lucky. I didn't have many symptoms. I, I was mainly lethargic and out of breath, but that's about it. Yeah. 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 No, I just that's, it, the hardest part. Recover, yeah, the hardest part was I wasn't able to give my kids a cuddle or anything like that. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh god. And they didn't understand that. Did I stay at home then, Callum? Sorry. You have to isolate at home. Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So, it makes it harder being a single parent to two little girls as well. It's like, oh, man. Hmm. Man. So, but no, it's all right. I'm all right now. All over it. Back refereeing. Your mum Oh, no. I completed Netflix. No, I didn't complete Netflix. Um, no, I got it off my mum because my I was helping my mum move. Yeah. And she tested positive, and then I tested positive. And I was like, oh. thanks, mum. Yeah, Callum I was like, be, thanks Callum for the early birthday. For the <laughs> Sorry. One of the questions right at the beginning was uh, about lower league refs. Oh yeah. I thought it'd be right up your street. Go on, then. Give us it here, then. Callum Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh no. At, at the level that you, you ref at and <laughs> a couple down. Um We had we've had a couple of refs over the, the last couple of weeks that have just been like they're too big for the leagues that they're refing in. Yeah. Knowing it knowing everything and in, in, oh, a, way, right. in a way showing off. Showing off that yeah. they've got the power to do it. Um I, I, I don't really know much about refing to be fair. Um I know the rules. But is there is there a way for that to not stop, apart from reports and stuff that is just ridiculous. You're never um, too big for the league that you're in. You're in that league because you're there and that's the level you are at and there's a reason why you can't get out of that level. Um, some be it the respect you give players and some be it like, so there's a bit of a issue going on Twitter at the moment in Swindon where there's a referee this weekend who handed out 14 yellow cards and three red cards into the space of two games. Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's been reported and they're looking into it. But he demands respect from the players but can't respect the players. Yeah. And I don't like that. I left his league for that reason. Like... I, I hate it. It's, you you earn respect by giving respect if you want respect back, and that's the way I've been brought up. But, yeah, you're never too big for the league you're in. In fact, it's the other way round. But that might be if a, if a referee's been graded up and he's just doing a game with no addition about computer. I'm above this. You get that with some refs. Yeah, you do, but that's and where they you... Tell you... And they tell you, oh, I referee this, or I referee that, an academy and all that kind of nonsense. Mm, yeah. I did that at the lowest, at youth level, I've had rest tell me that. Yeah. I got, I, got, I got my first yellow card on Saturday. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Make sure you appeal it, Sean, appeal it. <laughs> you can't appeal no, yellow sorry. card. Huh? Sorry. Yeah, your uh, your net your nephew uh, just uh, he, they're winning one nil. He came off in the seventy four. He started tonight. He yeah. came off in the seventy fourth minute, and the guy who came, uh, came on from has just scored to give them a one nil lead. Oh. Yeah, he got seventy four minutes under his belt anyway. Yeah. So I'll give him a call later. Say why he didn't score. Is it one nil? <laughs> one nil. One nil. He came off in the seventy fourth minute, and the guy who came on from scored in the seventy fifth. Oh, hello. Well, that hard for approaching, approaching referee at halftime. Approaching. Yeah. yeah. So what did you say to him? He he was adamant. So he came out. He came at one o'clock, and the first thing he said, I told told the group already. First thing he said when he got to the ground, instead of like hello and how's everyone doing, kind of thing, straight away, mm. like we want up, we want team sheets, like now. Um, and then. Within 30 seconds of the game, he turned around to us and said, right, two people on Technoquaria. Yeah. Albeit there were three of us. One one of us was heading towards the dugout to sit down. Mm. But for the whole of that half, the, the opposition had four people standing up. So I went over just to have that have that kind of chat to say, well, if you're going to hold one rule, hold it for both rooms. Yeah. Um, and he's going, I'm not, oh, having none of that. I'm the official here. I'm the one officiating. Brings out his yellow card. <laughs> Manager behind me came straight over. Said, "Not any of that, really." He ushered me away, but yeah, got the, got the yellow. You, and, uh... you can appeal that to the league and say, "Look, hang on a minute." Was it on like camera or anything like that? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Well, you can use that. Say, look, there's four people standing here. The referees told us that we've got we've run it out too. You can pick appeal that to the league. In FA rules, it states that two people standing at once. Yeah. In the technical area. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a bit of a silly yeah. thing to get booked for. To be fair, and <laughs> the fact that he's demanded a team sheet at one o'clock when what time was kickoff? Three o'clock. Three. Yeah, it's two hours before kickoff. You don't need team sheets in at two hours before kickoff. It's 45 minutes. 
it's just rough. But it, it, I guess the higher you go, the yeah. So where did he come from? That, um, Sherborne. So he was a Dorset. Oh, someone's I've just seen that. Someone's a city place just kicked out of Crystal Palace. Yeah, and I saw it, yeah. Is it red card? Sorry. Is that a red card? I'm behind at the side. Is it a red card? I would say it's a red card. The kick out of it. The, remember the kick out of it. Remember it's city. Mm. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably get a green card. Oh, that's a good red card against T. For nothing. Who was the kick out against? Kuyate. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm going to see in about five minutes' time and shout, oh, red card. You're going to be like, yeah, we've <laughs> been there. What's this referee doing? Go on then. Where is he? There he is. No. Oh, hello. Record. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. He's giving the red. I'm that, I'm no. That, I'm, I'm, I'm that far behind. <laughs> I, I've got to go see if Palace could win this. Yeah, no, it'd be, be what the second second double Palace has done over the city. You said it's Barry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an echo. City don't have to play them. That's the problem. They don't. They don't. They don't know what's coming at them. No, they don't have to set up for them. Go on, Kleiny. I like that. Klein taking charge. Right, you, you sit there. You can get out of the way. Not gonna lie, I would love Palace to win this because a few years ago they cost Liverpool the title. They did they the double. Double. I like Palace, but I don't want to see Liverpool win the league. Hey? Anyone but Liverpool. Uh, it's going to happen. Anyone but Liverpool, go on, Wayne. <laughs> it's it's going to happen. Was it a red card? No. 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 Nothing. I don't, oh, think, I don't even think he got a card. Um, I think he has been. But honestly, I think if if City lose today, Liverpool will win the title. Yeah. You think? Yeah. They've still got a pace oh, City, you know? Liverpool to win the league. <laughs> Callum, they've still got a pace City. Yeah, I know. So, the thing is, City aren't that difficult to beat. I'm I'm guessing, go on. They play the same way every week. You know, they don't change. You watch them against, even when they played Swindon, they didn't change the way they played. They play the same way. And I don't think Walker, well, I don't think Walker and John Stones could deal with Diaz Mane, you know, they can maybe deal with Jota, but I don't think they can deal with any of the others. <laughs> Players like Stones, Walker. Walker's been, on the line, that is. Walker's been shit today. Yeah, it was to Brees' comment that made me laugh. I said I didn't rate um, Grealish. I, he's done nothing today. He's done fuck all as well. Brees has been idle down the bottom. That's <laughs> No, I'm just going listen. I'm just going listening. I'm just listening. listening. Good evening, gents. I didn't know it's to breathe. Coach Barry. Good evening, sir. You're on early, early today. No, ask me no questions, man. Stuck <laughs> <laughs> between me and Barry right now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah. Am I back in injury, injury, injury? No, um, injured, uh, um, a pulled hamstring, so um, I'm out for the season. You sure? You didn't start the season, did you? You sure to breathe? 
yeah, yeah. Okay. What is it? Pops? Is that Pops Hamstring? Um, well, it's, uh, I know it's a hamstring that's uh, going to keep me out for at least two to three weeks. So, oh, so yeah. All right. So, right. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, Tabrisa. Genuinely sorry to hear that. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Even Bernardo Silva's been shit. <laughs> Just pan. They're going to go shit. Palace is playing well. You keep saying shit. Palace is mm. playing well. They're gonna win the best player on that pitch today has been Cancelo. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, who at the post earlier? Cancelo. Yeah, good shot. That was a great shot. That How, deserves um, to go in. What was it? Laporte just blasted over. I know. No, he yeah, came at him so fast. I don't think he had any chance to adjust himself. In his defence. Just had to, the problem is, is he put his foot through it. Just had to tap it. Open. The other thing so, we were talking about was PSG. Let's talk about PSG, yeah? <laughs> yeah, PSG, yeah. Champions League last week. If, just going back to that game, did anybody see the game? Yeah, I saw no. it. I've seen it as well. Well, what was what you're talking about, Barry? I just saw the um, second half. What did you think? They were. Uh, I've never seen. Very, very comfortable. Pissed at the game one. Yeah, in the bag it was, in the bag, and they were comfortable until Donnarumma decided to have a, <laughs> a brain fart. That was funny. You know what? Um, I don't, I don't blame the goalkeeper. I, I think uh, it just proves. That you know, this kind of PSG team is just a media circus, and and uh, you know, people are going there. Um, really, well, yeah, it is. Don't it is. It is. Well, because, you know, they've in the Champions League for the last three seasons. Sorry, as in what? Did you say what have they done? I said, look where they look how far they've been in the Champions League. You can't be a mediocre team and go so far in the Champions League. No. No, 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 as in a media circus, um, you know, as in a media, as in, you know, it's kind of literally just a, you, you know, in terms of the money and the players that, that they've, you know, that they've got at their disposal. Um, and again, you know, let's be real. Like, it's like not a Madrid team that are pulling up trees either. You know, um, it's not the greatest no. team. And, you know, just to see how, how they just capitulated and you know, we're like talking about internationals. We are, that we, you know, yeah. And and uh, you know, um, you know, I think it comes from the uh, top down. Uh, I think Poch still flatters to deceive, and I think you know, Messi. Of course, yes, he's older, but um, the moment I've seen Modric keep up with him and actually tackle him, I knew that his days had actually non numbered. Yeah. Literally, literally that. Yeah. Even Modric in his prime wouldn't keep up with someone because he was never known for his pace, was he? Like, exactly. Or I always yeah. thought the exact same thing he'd do to bring. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, I, um, I think, for me, do you know who I thought of watching it was Guardiola because he was able to get Neymar and Messi in the same team and have them play some unbelievable football. Whereas I watched PSG against City earlier in the year and I watched them against Real Madrid. Now, I didn't think they were, I thought they were all right. I thought they were comfortable against Real Madrid. But I, I, I think Real Madrid are a decent side, they're not great. And they, PSG control it, but I think Guardiola can make big players walk. I don't know if Pochettino can. Like they were poor against City. Like you're playing counter attacking football with Neymar and Messi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'd be looking for a little bit more. You know what I mean? And you've got yeah. I've not mentioned Verratti. Verratti is as good as a, a 
what would you call him? I call him a holding midfielder. Yeah. But Brazzy's as good as anyone in the world in that position. Yeah. And, and so, you know, literally, you know, um, everyone's saying, yeah, you know, like accountability kind of, kind of comes, comes into it. But, uh, you know, um, I really think Potts has literally lost the changing room. I think um, it was a audition uh, for Mbappe to actually show everyone around the world exactly what he can do. Um, and, um, you know, I think it's time for him to move on to, to uh, pastures new. But, I mean, again, it's, it's, you know, it's just a media circus, you know. Um, there was stuff, you know, there were, like, people saying that Neymar and um, the keeper had an altercation in the changing room. Like, why, why isn't that being publicised? You know, um, no, like, other club, you know, top elite club will, you oh, know, um, those, like, stories don't, you know, don't get circles. It's only at PSG. Uh, and um, and yeah, you know it's it's a it's a club that will just be destined for me not to win it. Um, I don't think that you know um, I really don't think they will actually win at the Champions League. Um, you know, um, you know what I think they have a problem. I think why they keep capitulating because in the league they dominate, so they're not used to having to be without the ball in all the games they play in the league. They're on top. Do you think your setting and Rangers are very similar? You know, they're used to dominating, dominating games. Fire maybe once or twice a season. So when you come into Europe, you're looking at having to concentrate, work without the ball for longer periods than you would domestically. And I think that's what happens to Paris Saint-Germain. They're not really challenged enough domestically. But if you think the Premier League, week in, week out, you're challenged. Like even Man City are challenged each week. Wait, tonight. Wait, wait, you can't say that because they almost won it. When they I think it might be a reason why when they when they come under a bit of pressure, Barry, they capitulate because they're not used to it. No, but I said they got to the Champions League final and maybe won it when Tucci was there. Yeah, they were working when Tucci was there. The record isn't isn't too shabby, but I still think they might find it hard to, to get over that next hurdle simply because of the challenges they face domestically. That's yeah. just. I, 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 I just, it's just a feeling I have. Play, it's a fair question. Fair question. No, I don't think they're pushing that domestically. Because when you look at the players they have, like that team should compete with anybody, really. But again, the Champions League's a knockout tournament. You know what I mean? Like, it only takes about, like, over the two games, Paris Saint had a 10-15 minutes across them to toy, realistically as well, when you look at it that way. I don't think they've got the right manager personally. I agree with Tabriz. I think Poch is overrated. Yeah. I think Poch is better with. I don't understand why Manchester United want Pochettino. I don't get that. Fair enough. Like, Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, coach, how can you say a mediocre team doesn't go that far when Tottenham did it? <laughs> well, I'm not going to tournament. I don't know. The best team in England doesn't win the FA Cup. Well, listen, you know, it, I think what it is, and you know, Wayne, I, in terms of, um, say, you know, um, like the French league, in terms of it, like it's not strong. Yeah, you know, I can, I can kind of, you know, agree with you there. But don't forget when, when like it was Barcelona and the. Galacticos, you know, uh, in like Spain, and you know, it was just out of those two every single season. Those yeah, two true, teams man. were, you know, those those two teams were still, you know, semi-final, final, and Champions League winners, you know, um, most most times. So it, it's, you know, yeah, we are like talking about. Spain got some good teams over there. Yeah, you know, unless we are like talking about seasoned international players, we are like talking about. Players who who are leaders and captains for their national countries, respectively, that crumbled after ten minutes. I mean, Real Madrid scored one of their goals straight from PSG's kickoff. Uh, it, it's it's you know that's like Sunday League amateur football, you know, um, you know, you know, type of thing. It's it's. And you know it is embarrassing. It is absolutely embarrassing. And 
you know, and you know, again, you know, you know, now like the to, again, there's no debate now in terms of Messi and Ronaldo. You know, there's no debate now. Like, you know, um, I'm not saying. You listen. You know, what, you know, I am going to put. Well, you know, literally everyone's saying, oh, who's who's the better player? You know, Ronaldo, Messi, and you know, and you know what? We have to include Messi's C um, PSG CV into like the whole thing and you know Ronaldo is still pulling up trees you know single-handedly you know he's like still scoring the goals and you know literally he's, he's like still a focal point for United you know I, I, no 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 I'm gonna jump in here Messi is at PSG because he was forced out because of the money and that has done his head in he's also won the Copper America and Ronaldo hasn't won a trophy there. I think we're lucky to have seen both these players playing at the same time. I genuinely can't see the two, and I don't think you can just dismiss Messi for this half a season with PSG. I think that's unfair. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you know what? Like, let's take money out of it because you know both of them can actually play for free. Yes, Messi didn't want to leave Barcelona, but you know what? He's still got a job to do at PSG. Is you know, and you know, and again, exactly what I said before. So Ronaldo only plays half a season for Manchester United, knocks their balance off, and because he gets a get hat trick against what you call a mediocre side like Tottenham, he he's suddenly a world beater. I don't think so. I genuinely no, 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 think no, no, there no, is no, no choice no, between no. the two. Um, Ronaldo, Ronaldo has done it in Italy, he's done it in Spain, he's done it in England. I think that's the comparison that you can make. Yeah, but on sports and international level, where. Ronaldo's done it at the same level. World-class players, very fortunate to see both. Yeah. Can't, oh, can't, yeah. I, I can't have a dismissive no, no, message no, like that. That's oh, no, I think, I think no, Messi, no, no. Oh, no. Messi's a natural player, isn't he? A natural player. They're the two best players of the modern era. Man. Yeah. I don't know why people keep judging them. There's no Two world-class players. I've been lucky enough to see Messi live at Wembley uh, when they played Tottenham. Unbelievable. Even the Tottenham fans were purring about it. I saw Ronaldo play for Real Madrid at uh, Wembley against Tottenham, and he was awful. But I'm not. I'm not dismissing either player. His player for that performance or Messi for his performance with PSG. Go on. Oh. Yeah. Ronaldo at times can be terrible as well. Yeah, as I said, it's very hard to distinguish between the two of them, the two greatest players you'll see. It's <laughs> just, yeah. They're two great players, man. Yeah. Leave them alone, man. Leave them alone. That's what I say. Yeah. Just enjoy yeah. what the, the memories they've given you. What you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. So, so do you think the Paris Saint-Germain fans are like happy with Messi's performance so far this season? Um, uh, are they going to remember him in a PSG shirt? No, they'll remember him in a PSG shirt, but they're not happy with his performances. So, literally, you know, um, and again, you know, probably not. I'm no, not, probably. Not. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying, you know, literally, um, I'm not here to, to, to like tarnish what Messi's done over to, to like decades but like also as well let's be real here like again you know um you know um let's not reminisce in terms of what he's done in the past like we're like talking about what he's doing now you know she what is like you know so you know hey like you know let's just you know call it what it is he's not performing at psg and again in the champions league against again like a you know not the greatest real madrid team he didn't do anything he didn't do anything Therese, Wayne can answer this for me. Like, can we honestly, can, Wayne, can you honestly say United fans are happy with Ronaldo? With some of his performances? Sorry, Wayne's breaking up. Um, yeah, that's a good, very good question. He hasn't exactly been the greatest for United, has he? No, he hasn't. There's no, a load of, a load of players to get to that. Oh, he's been a big moment player. He's been a big moment player. Yeah, but... I'll tell you what annoyed me is, right? 
there'd be a lot of pundits, a lot of pundits saying, where would United be without Ronaldo? And they are right. They would be lost without the goals that he scored this year. But I think if Ronaldo... Hello, Adam, it came to Man United. I think they'd have been comfortably in the top four. Right. I think everything changed when you came. Let's let's put it this way: their ages are showing. Yeah, definitely. I think Rashford's a big concern. Yeah. Massive. Wait, what's happened to Rashford? God knows. Apparently, he's training really, really well by all accounts. He's been excellent in training. It's just you can't beat no one anymore. He doesn't no, go past anyone anymore. He doesn't go past anyone. But uh, do you know what? He keeps getting played out of position. He's not getting to run He's a game. Like, like, I, I, I think Sancho, I would believe that Sancho was starting to play on the right. So he's been playing on the left. That's where his form has improved playing on the left. And Rashford's going on the right. Yeah. But even in Rashford in his pump, when he was moved to the right, even when he was moved centrally, he struggled. You know what I mean? Rashford needs to play out on the left. And he needs to be, you know, I wouldn't say the main man, but he needs to be played with strength. And I, I don't know if it's a hangover from the Euros. I don't know if he's, if he's occupied off the pitch, but he's apparently training really well. He's fit, because last year he wasn't fit. They were saying he had a shoulder problem and a couple of other little niggles. So... Go on. I've just so, seen that. As, I'm, I'm I, was, I jumped out of my seat. played 200 and games it? already. No. Nearly. It went for on goal. Yeah. Should have scored. Definitely. Uh, you'll be on, Callum. Well, there we go. A bit of beef between Grealish and Klein. Yeah, you'll be on, Callum. Finish now. Nil-nil. Ah. Oh. That's great for Liverpool. That's, that's fantastic for Liverpool. Liverpool still got to play City there, that's the thing. Yeah, we'll beat Liverpool. We'll beat City. Easy. He's still giving it large at the pitch. Oh, Greenish. <laughs> Don't all the fuss and bother with the bat. He just kicked the ball away. Not what Greenish got upset about. That's what he daft. Picked his big time, didn't he? Well, he's still a talented player again, but I just, he's like most, Man City are guilty of it. And I think that's why going after Kane was daft. You, you, you go after players with names. You don't necessarily go for players yeah. who are going to help you. And yeah. to some extent, I think that's where the Messi situation is. Because yeah. I don't think Messi would suit. You can't have a forward line with Mbappe, Messi and Neymar. They're all two big names and you're not getting a team balance going, are you? So, yeah, but no, but again, that's what Wayne said. Um, Wayne like got the best out of, um, oh sorry, um, Pep got got like the best out of superstars at Barcelona. Fair though, you you, you had a midfield like Iniesta and and Xavi and people like that. That Messi was still doing the business for Barcelona when they'd retired, um, and that's the problem as well. It's, it's sometimes you go for names and big stars a bit to some extent. What Chelsea had done with Lukaku. They got a player and it doesn't fit their format, yeah. and it doesn't. You've got to. You, sometimes it's better buying a player for twenty million; it's going to work for you rather than buying for the uh, big signing at ninety million who isn't. But if you, but if you're going to go Liverpool for a twenty million, million that, that, look, but, look at Liverpool like, front three. Yeah, well, no, you see, Diaz is a good signing for them. them yeah. Jota was a good signing; didn't spend a fortune on them. They fitted in, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. But Firmino, Salah, Mane, no one, no one was battering the door down from the league. Salah, no Look, one was Salah, going against Salah was Salah. a failure at Chelsea. On the other hand, he had a boring management at times. So that probably didn't work. He was a young player, in fairness, too. But the, even at Roma, when he was playing well, there wasn't a, a clamour of clubs trying to get him. Firmino Wayne. came from Hoffenheim. Wayne. 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 Wayne, hear me. What's that? Wayne. Yeah. Uh, Mane, Man United was trying to buy Mane at the time. 
I don't think that was yeah, there was talk of it, but I don't think they really, really went after him. They did. He was, they did. They did. He, he was he was looking good at Southampton, but in fairness, I I think Liverpool got the better of the deal there. I think I think yeah. they had better partners than United. I knew I knew inside. I've got I direct information on that, so I know that. Imagine that tried to get him. He chose Liverpool. Well, he made the right choice, didn't he? <laughs> 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 yeah. Fits the system. Because look at Lewis the Az, he signed them and he fits the system. Very few yeah, players that he signs don't like fit Diaz. the system. There are certain Manchester United who'd be buying players well, who, who, who got a trophy players from the system. Lost. You know what I mean? Like, Jota, like you said, yeah, he United trophy players. Great signing. Klopp is making great signings yeah. for the block. They're not spending like ridiculous amounts. Look at, look at, yeah, look at the uh, window United had when they signed Falcao, Di Maria. Weinsteiger, that's Daily Blind. Like, he Maria looked like a Man United player all day. The way to be at the time, we did an analysis on Patel, and he was one of the, the best strikers in Europe. And <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ, I think I'd have done a better job. Uh-huh. Definitely would wasn't. It wasn't a success. And Troy's like, I wasn't played, was okay. Good player, very good player, a, a, a light at Man United. So it looked like a good window, but it, it wasn't because there's no system. But if you look at what Liverpool have, they sign players to fit their system, good players. Yeah. And, you know, that's what makes it even more scary when Klopp actually does go. You know, um, he's literally transformed the whole club into into a very well-oiled machine. And again, you know, he, again, he, you can't replace, you know, um, people like um, Sir Sir Alex Asenwenger, even though people still that have their issues about him, and also Klopp as well. Um, you know, it, it's yeah, you know, it, um, you know, I I kind of call all of them, all of those teams, very functional cars like Volvos, you know, you, you know exactly what you're getting. Um, the parts are cheap. Uh, you know, um, everyone knows, ex- you know, exactly what they're doing. Uh, and again, you know, com- you know, comparing PS, you know, PSG to a car, I would, I would, I would call them a Ferrari, you know, absolutely great, great to look at. But if you're going to go over speed humps in London, it's an absolute nightmare. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 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 I, Mr. Chairman. I think, and I think we, we mentioned this the other week, we talk about club structures and whatnot, but maybe sometimes the structure should really start from the bottom up because, you know, I guarantee we'll be having this conversation in, in two or three years' time when Klopp decides to go from Liverpool. They'll be, they'll be looking for the answers and they'll go, oh, the scouting is wrong or... You know this is wrong and that's wrong at the club, and they've got a, they don't have a technical director. They they should have this and that and the other. You know sometimes it's about having the right manager and the right system in place and building up from there too, rather than down. Yeah, is, is, is Mr. Chairman. Killed you know it's amazing how all these because you think of it, you think look at Liverpool when they take out three or four players and they bring say Curtis Jones in and they bring. Matty Bin and they'll bring, you know, I can't, what's his name? Smith, the, the Greek lad at left foot, and they'll bring uh, Divock Origi and Minamino, and they'll still play exactly the same, and they're winning games. And it's very like Ferguson when he'd bring in the likes of Cleverly and Welbeck and guys like that, and they were winning games and winning trophies. So, you know, Delton. Scouting systems are great. I'm sure there's not an awful lot of difference between the scouting department of Man United and Liverpool. Just Liverpool have a better system and a better manager who's calling better shots. 
Like apparently when United signed Ram Bazaki, they looked at 50 rifles. 50! I still got it wrong. But in fairness to Ram Bazaki, he had two good seasons, just having a poor season this season. Uh, let's go back to the the, the the thing about this from down below as well as the academies. The, the lucky, well, Liverpool, Manchester United were very lucky to have the class of 92 is a well-known phrase, but that's a good youth team set up. And I just think the academy ideas are we're actually beginning to see players burning out young because they're playing too much over they're playing over competitive football and over training football too early and not enough uh, developing natural talent 